far-left rallying call for the last few years now. You never want a serious crisis to go to waste. And they were able to successfully fundamentally transform the United States of America with COVID-19. And now, with Putin's invasion of Ukraine, they're getting closer and closer to their ultimate goal full control of your life. New sanctions on its central bank just today. Russians now lining up at banks only to find ATMs out of cash. If a coalition of the world's most powerful players can freeze Russians' hard-earned money, why can't they do that to you? We have a, a long-running tab company stepping up saying they're not going to do business in Russia. If nearly every single company can turn on the Russians, why can't they do that to you? We're living in a new era, America, and our freedom has never been this close to being lost. Tonight, the U.S. dollar and how it's weakening more every single day. Plus, the digital dollar system the Great Reset proponents want to enact now. And with a, a serious, serious crisis. crisis in Ukraine raging on, they just may get their way. Tonight, the Ukraine crisis and how it will usher in a digital dollar disaster. Oh no, that guy's on TV again. It's going to be another scary show. Nah, nah. In fact, this show, uh, as we were putting it together, one of the writers uh, got together. Have you ever done the Bible thing where you just like open up the Bible and you're like, that one? Okay. He did that one as we're preparing for today's show. This is the scripture he put his finger on. Today it will be stormy for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. Okay, all right. Sky is kind of red and overcast right now. We pray that today we do our job. We try to interpret what everything means through knowledge and understanding and give some hope that we can either change or prepare for what's coming. But we don't rely on man, we rely on him. So what is actually coming? Well, let's start with the war in the Ukraine because it has accelerated what we've been warning about for the past couple of years and quite honestly for over a decade. I told you the great resetters whom the Biden administration are fully on board with are just looking for the next great serious crisis to push forward. I warned that ESG was being built to be a massive enforcement mechanism aimed directly at capitalism itself. Disagree and they'll take all of the toys away. I've been traveling the country, warning state legislatures on what is coming and trying to get them to uh, enact an anti-ESG policy in the states. It's been going very well, uh, except the one I really kind of counted on was Idaho. Recently, I was up in Idaho. I thought there was a big movement there against ESG, done deal, but no, no, not after the five, five banker lobbyists came up. Advocates of uh, ESG came up and uh, convinced everybody nothing to see here. In fact, the Idaho statesman, whose author frequently calls all of this a right-wing conspiracy, uh, he even goes so far to do an in-depth journalistic paper here by consulting a portfolio manager from Ferguson Wellman Capital Management. I mean, that guy had to be hard to get on the phone. But he said, quote, 
I think ESG investing is good for investors. It gives investors, both institutions and individuals, an option to invest in a values-based way. And people's values are different, but it gives them an option. Really? Because it really only seems to give you the option of which companies to buy if they're into the environment, climate change, uh, governance, you know, having the right people on your board, and, uh, and what was it? Oh, social justice. There are no other options that this is pointing out. Never mind the fact that the source this author ran to, Ferguson Wellman, is kind of a big advocate for ESG. Yeah, kind of a big one. Anyway, the wolves are coming out, and I think we got them a little spooked. They do not want anyone pointing all of this out. We're not supposed to be talking about it and saying, hey, this, can I ask one question? Oh, and by the way, this, oh, it's just an option thing, is revealing itself in the Ukraine war. I pointed out two weeks ago how corporations had joined forces with the government in an unprecedented way and an unprecedented level that the world has never seen before. Google and Apple, all limiting usage to ordinary Russian citizens. McDonald's, who said they're not going to get involved, suddenly said there's a reputational risk. Really? For the company run by a clown? Now, how does this hurt the Russian government or their war-making capability? I <laughs> can't do it unless I get a hot apple pie. The answer is, it doesn't. It hurts normal people. This is a tweet last week from a member of parliament in the UK calling for multiple companies to follow suit and pull out of Russia. Why are these French-German brands still trading with Russia? Uh, the first one, uh, Leroy Merlin, that's a Frenchy one. I don't know what they make. Uh, Danone, uh, it's a, I think that's a food company. And uh, the third one sounds, I don't know, I don't know. That might be German. It's a retail store and cars and sporting goods. Why are they sanctioning normal people and not the government? They're sanctioning everybody. How many times have we heard from the big banks and investment firms like Ferguson Wellman? Oh, come on. It's just an option. Never be used on individuals. Yeah. Look how they just unleashed it on Russia. And the Russian people are kind of caught there. I mean, they don't know what to do. Some of them are against the war. Others don't even know there's a war going on because uh, it's not being covered on TV. The Russian invasion gave the resetters a serious crisis they were looking to test their new weapon on. It's like I heard a million voices cry out and suddenly become silent. ESG is a weapon of mass destruction, as and I'll show you later, it will fundamentally alter the global financial system. It's changing right now. That's the first thing that Ukraine is revealing, one of the signs of the times, but there are more. COVID, the first serious crisis, unleashed a wave of censorship that we've never seen two weeks before the Ukrainian invasion began. And remember, this is exactly as the Biden administration was telling us invasion is imminent. The Department of Homeland Security labeled misleading information and conspiracy theories a terror threat. And now, any questioning of what's going on in Ukraine or questioning ESG, the Great Reset, it's all a conspiracy theory. They're scared, but also letting us know they could pounce, I think. And if you dare question any of it, 
how the global community is handling this, what our role should be, the Ukrainian invasion, if you dare commit the unforgivable sin of <gasps> nuance, be prepared to suffer the wrath. But I think that's an incredibly relevant question. Yeah. And I think DOJ, in the same way that it is uh, setting up a task force to investigate oligarchs, should look into people who are Russian propagandists and shilling for Putin. Mm. So she's calling for the Department of Justice to investigate Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard. What is their crime? Asking questions for adding nuance to a complicated issue. Their true crime was daring to step outside of the approved narrative. And that is becoming a more and more dangerous act to all of us. Keith Oberman said the military should be weaponized against Americans that ask questions. A United States Senator, Mitt Romney, accused Tulsi Gabbard of treason. You can see what's being built here. It's tempting to call these simply empty words from empty brains. I mean, we are talking about the ladies from The View and Mitt Romney. But this on top of terror threats from the Department of Homeland Security, that's kind of a big sign of the times, isn't it? This is how they come after people like Tucker Carlson or... Uh, or uh, Russell Brand or, or, or Joe Rogan, or I'm trying not to say me, I'm just, just saying, because I'm not with them. Anyway, what about the mid and big companies that refuse to go woke? Are they gonna come under attack? You need to remember the playbook here that they unleashed against not the Russian government, but the Russian people. Now, don't get me wrong, sanctioning the Russian government and punishing them for what they've done, diminish their ability to wage war, destroy their, their oil business, but we haven't done that. But we have got McDonald's to understand their reputational risk here in the West, and they, if they don't deny people Big Macs, something else is going on here. The Great Reset has drawn a line in the sand, and its goal is to forever change the global financial system. And it's going on right now. A new Axis alliance is revealing itself, and it is a reality that our children will be left to deal with long after we're gone. And it's all verifiable. I'll put it all together for you in a minute. If you're one of the millions of Americans who suffer every day from pain, I want you to listen up. Try Relief Factor. Please try Relief Factor. I, um, I said on the radio today, so I might as well get it out of my system on TV. Uh, it, it was um, one of the low points of my life, having to wake my wife up, uh, who was sleeping in bed at 5 o'clock in the morning, and say, honey, I can't get my hands to work. Could you just button my shirt? Humiliating. It wasn't for her. She didn't mind doing it because she loves me, I think. Uh, maybe she was just buttoning him so I'd get out of the house. Anyway, um, I don't have to do that anymore because my hands work. My hands work because of relief factor. I got my life back. If you're challenged with pain in any way, please just try the three-week quick start. Developed by doctors, 1995, 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. I still take it every day. Been taking it for three years. You want a drug-free, natural way to get your life back? Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. 
Right now, a whole new world is being fashioned, and everybody who's a player understands this, and they'll bring you along eventually. But a new Axis, um, Axis and Allied powers, they're forming right now in the world. And you almost have to wonder if, if this isn't exactly what the people pushing the Great Reset want. Sound far-fetched? Well, I want to reason this out for a second. Russia invaded Ukraine, a U.S. ally. While Russia might broker a new Iran deal with the U.S., all while Russia forges a new alliance with China, while China might broker a deal between Ukraine and Russia. Does any of this make sense on any level? I mean, really? It's almost as we're threatening now China and everybody else, it's almost like we wanted to push everybody into a corner. You know, Ukraine is the moonshot to rapidly accelerate what's being built. Anyone who opposes it will be crushed. So here's what's forming. U.S. petrodollars have been the basis for global energy sales for decades. I'll explain this in a minute. But that's all beginning to change. First, the Saudis right now are considering accepting the yuan from China instead of U.S. dollars for oil sales. Saudi Arabia has been a U.S. ally with the exception of two times, the Obama administration and now the Bidens. What do these two have in common? The radical shift away from fossil fuels. The relationship between us and the Gulf kingdoms have gotten so bad that the Saudis won't even accept Joe Biden's call. They won't even talk to him. Consider that just a year ago. President Trump was leading massive peace deals in the Middle East. Relations with both Israel and Arabs was never higher. All the while, the left was saying it could never be done. Now look how far we have fallen. By the way, that peace deal is in our rearview mirror so much, I believe that um, Israel will bomb Iran. And will that open up a whole new can of beans? So why are we doing this? Well, oil producers and those that refuse to turn their backs on fossil fuels are the new enemy, I think. They have to be marginalized, and the Chinese are stepping in. We are splitting up the world right now. Sanctions on Russia are forcing new alliances and an alternate financial system. Russia and India are making moves to operate outside of the SWIFT financial network. India has always played geopolitics from both sides of the fence. But now, I want you to remember, they have roughly the same population as China. 1.4 billion people. They can't afford to radically impose the Green uh, New Deal or the Great Reset. They can't provide energy for over a billion people with solar panels and wind farms. And before the experts point out that China and India are adversaries. Take a look how the Indian press is covering all of this. Time for India, China to mend their ties. How about this one? China has a new, a huge strategic opening with India. Russia's foreign minister straight up announced this part of the axis a couple of days ago. Watch and listen. There are uh, players who would never accept the global village under the American sheriff. Uh, and uh, China, India, Brazil, Argentina, Mexico. Uh, I am sure these countries do not want 
uh, to be just in a position when Uncle Sam uh, orders them something and they say, yes, sir. Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, India. But did you notice the other countries? Brazil, Argentina, Mexico, right in our backyard? Hmm. I wonder why they would join the new Axis power. Well, let's see what they have in common here. Oh, my gosh, look at this. Argentina has over 2.3 billion barrels of proven oil reserve. Mexico, 10 billion barrels. Brazil, 16 billion barrels. Isn't that weird? Oil is a major part of their economies. And taken together, it's a little significant. So now look at the rest of the coming Axis. Russia has over 80 billion barrels of proven oil reserves. China, 25 billion barrels. Saudi Arabia, 266 billion. India, 30 billion. Iran, 157 billion. If you're curious about Saudi Arabia and Iran getting along, that could be improving soon. And really, they have no choice but to get along. It'll be the great resetters against the oil producers. Boy, I hope those solar panels and wind farms work out, don't you? It's either cooperate or get stomped. And, of course, Russia is leading the charge to broker a deal between the U.S. and Iran. Biden is playing right into it. And while China is backing Russia while attempting to be the mediator in Ukraine, uh, Biden's playing right into that as well. In oil, the global power of the new axis will have nearly 600 billion barrels of proven reserves. That is almost half of the reserves in the entire world. So what's the goal here? Why is this new axis bringing together strange bedfellows that just a few years ago were bitter rivals? It's not just about oil, it's also the financial system. I want to add a note here. Uh, just before I came on the broadca broadcast, I heard that Russia had made another statement today. This time, they've gone to Europe and said, you want to buy our oil, it has to be, uh, it has to be purchased in rubles. Hmm. Which country's going to win this one? The country that says, I'll just sell it to other people? Or the country that's like, I don't know, it's going to be awfully cold without oil. The United States has dominated the financial system ever since World War II. And the rest of the West has followed suit. Everything runs through it. The Great Reset simply weaponizes it. And the Ukrainian war has shown what it can do. So what is the goal for the new axis? to decouple from the U.S.-dominated global financial system, the world's reserve currency. China began searching for a solution to this. They say 2014. I'll bet you it was long before that. I'll bet you it was the collapse of 08 when we devalued the dollar by printing and bailing everybody up. They saw dishonor, dishonor, dishonor. I don't think it's a coincidence at all that they were starting to do this after Russia annexed Crimea and the West began sanctions to punish them. Again, back in 2014, long before the current invasion. Their solution at the time was a central bank digital currency, CBDC. It's like Bitcoin, except without the privacy and decentralization, and it can be tracked. 
So the CBDCs are centralized and controlled by the central or state bank. With it, they could help a fellow Axis member evade sanctions or evade sanctions themselves if they, say, start invading Taiwan. Over time, if you want to do business with the second largest economy in the world, you'll have to adapt to that system. So what would that mean for your dollar? Well, it would mean, I mean, at best, that your dollar is cut in half of the value because all those dollars that those countries hold will come flooding back here. That's called um, hyperinflation. It would be the end of the dollar as the dominant currency in international trade. There is currently a race to see who can forever change the global financial system. It's China and the Axis versus the West and the Great Reset. The United States is fully a part of this race. You're going to hear a lot about the digital dollar in the next few months. It is going to happen and happen fast, and it will change everything. Both sides want the financial system to change. And we, you and I, we pretty much lose either way. I'll explain in a minute. I want you to really understand what I just told you, the ramifications of this. What I told you is there's an axis and allied power. Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, Ukraine, Russia, uh, the stands, of course, Saudi Arabia, I don't know about Yemen, Iran, India, China. Th those are all part of an ally. Now, everybody's talking about gold. What would that, I mean, uh, oil, what would that mean for oil? But I just told you, it also affects the U.S. dollar. This will take the U.S. dollar out of the world reserve currency, which people told me 10 years ago could never happen. It's going to happen soon. But more importantly, goods and services. Think about what happens if we take this part of the world out of production. Let's say there's a Cold War. When we had a Cold War with Russia, we didn't really need any stacking dolls, so we were pretty good. But now, if this is the Cold War and we don't trade with these guys, do you know how much your clothing is going to cost? How much a car will cost? Where are you going to get your chips for anything, because Taiwan is the one that makes all of the sophisticated chips. This is going to change everything about your life, everything that you think you know about America. The global financial system and everything we've grown accustomed to is going to fundamentally change. No matter how it all shakes out, your dollar will not be the same. Your purchasing power will be much weaker than it is today. And I believe we have a matter of months, not years, before any of this takes place. Okay, so what is taking place right now? Well, this is not unusual. This is just going to be very disruptive. Uh, and, you know, war is usually the thing that just kind of makes everybody just go along with things because you're just happy when the war is over. But the system, our monetary system, has already gone through two radical changes. America didn't really notice them uh, because, really, honestly, I mean, it was good for us. Bretton Woods won. This is in New Hampshire, Bretton Woods. And there was a big conference, and it happened in 1944. Bretton Woods won. 
That's where we said to the rest of the world, because we had all the gold, you know what? You guys are going to take our dollar and we'll just store all the gold here. And then we'll have our Federal Reserve make dollars and you keep those. It's as good as gold. Well, then in 1971, we had Bretton Woods II. First, the U.S. dollar wasn't up against anything, and it started to n not really look good after Nixon took us off the gold standard. But we were still the world's reserve currency, but others were starting to look at the dollar and say, wait a minute, do I need that? That's when we got together with OPEC and we backed our dollar, kind of semi-pegged our dollar to oil. That was fine. Really, until 2008, that is when the world went through a real scare because we started printing money like there was no tomorrow. And that gets us to here. March 22, Bretton Woods 3. The beginning of Bretton Woods 3 has just happened and no one is really talking about it. I don't know if you remember the show where I did the trust implosion chalkboard this several years ago. I said that when trust breaks down on all levels, it will lead to one thing. What was that one thing? Well, if you watched my show, maybe Joe Biden watched my show uh, as well, because this is what I said and this is what he said two days ago. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's going to be a new world order out there. And we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. So we are going to change the world as you know it. A new world order. I said on that program, too, new world order comes, and usually comes through war. Now, he was talking about a shift in the world economy. He called it an inflection point. He said it happens every three or four generations, roughly 100 years. But we're actually on a cycle that lasts 30 to 50 years. Bretton Woods 1, 1944, Bretton Woods 2, 1971, and now Bretton Woods 3. Mark the date for the history books. Bretton Woods 3 just occurred, and a new world order is taking shape. Mao once said, there is no construction without destruction. And that's what's happening to the financial system. This month, all of the G7 countries shut off the Russian central bank's access to nearly all of its foreign currency reserves, $630 billion. Now, if you're Russia, that money is now effectively gone. It no longer exists. So if the global financial system can just decide that your money can suddenly go poof, what the heck is money? Is this all a con? Why would the global financial elite reveal this charade? You know, it's almost like they want everything to come crashing down. They want the destruction in order to commence with reconstruction. I showed you this earlier. China is racing to construct their own system backed by a central bank digital currency. It will be backed by oil and gold. It will be backed by commodities. But the Great Reset and the IMF has been planning this for quite some time as well. This is from the World Economic Forum in 2014, the exact same time the global community was delving out sanctions on Russia for taking Crimea from Ukraine. Quote, does global finance need a new Bretton Woods? 
If anyone says I'm spreading conspiracy theories about Bretton Woods 3 and the current radical change of the financial system, these are their own words. And this was eight years ago. They called their shot like Babe Ruth pointing to the stands, but we just didn't know what they meant back then. They called out China for not playing ball. Quote, the situation has been aggregated, uh, aggravated further by the evolution of the China-led architecture in Asia. They were all but pleading for China to join them. But I told you earlier, before the break, China's response to Western-backed sanctions against Russia was to accelerate their project of creating a central bank digital currency. Now, fast forward five years. And the World Economic Forum began pushing for a one true global currency, their words, not mine, administered by the IMF, the International Monetary Fund. Now, is it just me or is this all sounding very New World Order-ish? Keep in mind, this is all pre-pandemic. They didn't have the serious crisis to take advantage of yet. But in January 2020, it happened. And nine months later, they started in October 2020, the head of the IMF stated that we were now in a new Bretton Woods moment. The World Economic Forum and the IMF have all been working in parallel this entire time to fundamentally change your money. So what's the plan? What's their solution to a new access system backed by a Chinese digital yuan? Well, a Western-built global digital system that dominates other digital currencies in participating countries like the United States. Now, digital currencies are essential for the Great Reset to work, and it is different than what we already have. When you go buy gas, you most likely don't put cash down. You just use your card. This is different. This is a currency that is programmable. I'll show you later, digital currency will be crucial for enforcing ESG and getting inflation under control. It's the next stage of total control. I see no coincidence that during the crisis in Ukraine, the IMF found it important to tweet about the creation of a central bank digital currency. In the same month, just literally a few weeks ago, they published a behind the scenes of what participating nations were doing with creating digital currencies. The author of this report is Gabriel Sodenberg, who also helped the World Economic Forum produce this research report from the World Economic Forum. Huh, a toolkit, a policymaker toolkit. Isn't that great? Bretton Woods 3 has already started, and the IMF and the World Economic Forum are in full gear to turn your money digital. Glenn, that'll never happen in the United States. Can we stop saying that to each other? Because, I mean, a lot of things that could never happen have just happened. If so, maybe you're right. But if I'm right, what does that mean? I'll tell you when we come back. I want you to hear something clearly um, from me, and that is take out all of the communist, all of the they're going to control your money, all of that. Take all of that out and just hear this message today.
This is coming. There is a Cold War coming. It is going to change our currency, which will inflate our money. Um, they will need to come up with a different kind of currency. Let's say they come up, let's say Jesus arrives and it's the perfect currency uh, and there's nothing tricky about it. It's still going to affect your life dramatically, dramatically. If there is a Cold War, I showed you the map a second ago. Think of all of the things that we buy from just India, from Vietnam. There are no places that really even make fabric anymore in America in bulk. Where are we going to get that? If Mexico would join this Axis power, how do you think that's going to affect your life? I'll never, I'll never have avocado toast again. <laughs> so you don't have to believe in any of it. Just know that a new world order is coming and that will include a new dollar and everything will be much, much more expensive. Now, let me give you an acronym. This is the, isn't CBD, isn't that pot? Yeah, okay. Okay, you have to be smoking pot to like this, but it is coming uh, soon. It stands for Central Bank Digital Currency. So what is that? Well, most of us know about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is basically digital currency, but it is decentralized. It's not tied to a central bank. It free floats. Bitcoin transactions are built on technology called blockchain, which means your transaction cuts out all of the middleman. It goes directly from me to you. I don't need a bank. I don't need the federal government. It's completely private. This is how uh, a central bank digital currency or a di digital dollar would differ. A digital dollar would be centralized. It would be controlled and issued by the Fed. They would become your bank. What about privacy? Well, I'll answer those questions in just a minute. Two weeks ago, during the chaos or serious crisis of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Biden felt the timing was oh so perfect to announce a new executive order on cryptocurrencies. Now, some would say the timing here was weird, but you and I know the exact timing on this is exactly what they wanted. The end of the executive order is what's most interesting. It says, quote, explore a U.S. central bank digital currency, CBDC, by placing urgency on research and development of a potential United States CBDC should issuance be deemed in national interest. Now, Biden can't force the Fed to start implementing a digital dollar, but he can urge them into action by declaring it a priority. Uh-huh. This is what he's announcing. He's also trying to make it appear as if this is something new, as if the Fed hasn't already been working on it, and our Treasury Department. Spoiler alert, it's almost already here and done. Biden requested progress report within the next six months. That means we could see something major by as early as September. If they're already doing behind the scenes work, uh, you know, as Biden says, it's, uh, it's gonna be scary because there already has been a lot of work. We got it all ready to roll out. 
Let me show you a collaborative effort between the Boston Fed and MIT. They have already claimed to have created the code for the U.S. digital dollar. It's called Project Hamilton. It's out in the open. The name is significant as Hamilton was the first to advocate for a central bank. Make no mistake, the digital dollar is all about centralization and control. That's why they say in these projects, why they say we can't use blockchain because we need to be able to see it's the opposite of what digital currencies like Bitcoin were created for. Keep in mind, Biden's executive order a couple of weeks ago asked the Fed to solve the digital dollar puzzle. But the Fed has already announced they've solved it. You can go to their website and even collaborate on code writing. The entire 35-page white paper is published online. So what did they come up with? It's exactly what we feared it would be. Blockchain makes Bitcoin a juggernaut in privacy and decentralization, but the new digital dollar doesn't use blockchain. The Hamilton system, controlled by the Fed, verifies all transactions. There would be a record of everything you spend your money on. Okay. There'd be no privacy. Okay. And the Fed is your banker. There would also be no auditing of what the Fed does with the money. They could generate $10 trillion and give it to Hunter Biden and no one would ever know. Well, there would be a rush on hookers and cocaine, so we might figure that one out. Financial experts are already screaming that this will be the end of the banking system. If you've already tried to decouple from the large banks and gone to local small banks and credit unions, the digital dollar will destroy them. Now, with that said, also the big banks. But who cares? Because the big banks just have fancy names like Bank of America. They're all owned by the Fed. It's one group. This audience helped tank the appointment of Biden's uh, secretary of tre or her, uh, his treasury pick, uh, Saul Almorova. She had written papers on the need to end the banking system. She wanted to make the Fed the issuer of all bank loans. Well, if the Fed is your banker and small banks would die a painful death, uh, I, I guess that job could be done. We didn't know at the time if she would have done it if appointed because we didn't know about Project Hamilton. Almorova was forced to withdraw, but the system is being built regardless. I said earlier that central bank digital currencies are essential for the Great Reset. The digital dollar is the ultimate enforcement mechanism for anyone who doesn't go along with whatever they say. This is the Canadian system that they used against the truck drivers, except they don't need any special emergency orders. Last year, the Bank of England asked Parliament to clarify how they wanted their digital currency to operate. More specifically, if it should be programmable. What does that mean? Well, that means the government can tell the central bank to restrict people from purchasing certain things. Or if they want to get the, the, uh, the economy going, hey, there's time limit on that money that you have in the bank. It's all going to disappear by midnight tomorrow night. So go out and shop. Or we can do things for health. Those sugary drinks are making people fat. And you're kind of fat because we have all your records. So no more soda for you. Guns are a threat. Don't worry. 
we'll just shut off all of the coins that would be used to buy ammunition or guns. This is happening in all businesses. A business that won't lower their carbon footprint, we can just turn off their electricity. The head of the Bank of England said, quote, there could be some socially beneficial outcomes from that, preventing activity which is seen to be socially harmful in some way. Wow. Imagine being a parent speaking out against CRT at the school board. They wouldn't have to do any investigation or, or arrest you or anything. As the moment somebody says that that group of parents is a terrorist cell, all of your banking power and buying power of anything is gone. This is the power of a central bank digital programmable currency. It is the ultimate checkmate for the Great Reset. And if you think what is going to happen uh, going on in the UK won't happen here, I want you to hear from a senior vice president and economist at the St. Louis Fed. He was asked very specifically if the digital dollar would restrict how or what we spend our money on. In other words, programmable. Watch what he said. Yeah, I mean, in life, one can't give absolute assurances of anything. Um, if I, if I, but if I understand the question correctly, I think the the um, the caller is concerned about the potential, uh, you know, privacy that would be associated, say, with a government sort of uh, digital currency. Uh, this is this is an ongoing debate uh, that we have all the time about uh you know how much privacy is is desirable I mean, there's, there's a bit of a trade-off here uh as well because um you, you know we, we don't know for example what sort of entities might make use of these uh central bank digital currencies for nefarious purposes say to finance terrorist activities uh terrorist activities so you know uh, we might want the government to monitor certain types of, of transactions as well and you know we see this in the anti-money laundering laws and the kyc laws uh, so there's a it, there's a trade off. I can't I, one can't give assurances for sure, but I mean I think what we can be assured of is that uh, Congress will respond to the electorate's concerns, and this is kind of the best we can hope for. Uh huh. Congress is going to respond to you and me. No, they're not. Uh, you know, can I just ask a question? If we, I mean, we all understand terror. You would just come out and say, if I was asked that question, I'd say, well, there's already some things that we watch for money laundering, etc. But getting involved in what people buy or sell or no, we have no interest in that. That's really easy. That's a really easy question to answer. You notice he didn't answer that question. He rambled on for a minute and a half about privacy concerns, which he all but admitted there will be no privacy. So everything scary coming out of the UK with their digital currency is exactly what's being planned here. And will it be a United States currency or will it be Western currency? Will we be all on like a new version of the euro or will they be on the North American coin? I don't know. Ukraine might just end up being the final serious crisis that changes everything. The end game for the Great Reset is here. Everything is being accelerated. 
Congressman Emmer has issued a new legislation to stop the Fed from proceeding with the digital dollar. He might just have about six months before it is unstoppable. Now, the question is, I mean, it, this is definitely not, this is definitely not, and I mean this sincerely, the mark of the beast. But it is the system that has been described that could be used for that. All you have to do is take that chip and put it in your wrist or your forehead. So we're one spooky step closer to that. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. But you won't have a choice unless you decide to barter for everything. If you're living in a city, are you think you're going to barter for things? Do you think you have a strong enough group around you that's all thinking the same way and we're all just going to help each other and we'll all barter like the old days? Will that even be legal? Now is the time to reach out to anyone you can. You can reach out to your congressman or senator, but I would also suggest that you start talking to your local community and your state representatives and governors. Anyone, anyone that can nip this in the bud before it's too late. For more in-depth look at this, grab my new book. It's available online and in stores, The Great Reset. Get it now. Good night.